Happy new moon in Virgo. This new moon at approximately 4 degrees of Virgo becomes exact at 4.16 a.m. New York time, which is 8.16 Greenwich Mean Time on Saturday, August 27th. This new moon in the detailed and picky mutable earth sign of Virgo forms an abrasive, nearly exact square to fiery Mars in Gemini. Virgo is an earth sign that is represented by the maiden. It is associated with Persephone in Greek mythology. Virgo is very much associated with the wheat crop as the ancients thought that Virgo, the second largest constellation in the sky, appeared to be a woman with wings carrying a sheaf of wheat. In the northern hemisphere, the final third of summer, Virgo season, has historically been the time when the most crops are reaped. In order to reap crops, it requires discipline, planning, and pragmatism. These are the three qualities that the sign of Virgo models for the rest of the zodiac. Virgo means virgin in Latin. The sign of Virgo is also associated with purity and self-sufficiency. The Virgo glyph is an M with a tail that turns inward, representative of Virgo's ability to introspect and discern. It also may represent sexual shyness as Scorpio, the most outwardly sexual of signs, has a glyph that is an M with a tail that is outward pointing, representing a phallus. Virgo is a mutable sign in Western astrology because it comes at the end of a season. In many parts of the northern United States, Canada, and Europe, the deciduous leaves change colors or at least start to during Virgo season. Virgo is the ruler of the sixth house, the house of health. This house is the realm of health, daily routines, and repetitive tasks, including those that are involved in work and career. Being a new moon, it is the best time during the lunar cycle to start new projects. Any projects that you start in the wake of this particular new moon should have a lot of good energy behind it to succeed in the long term, as long as you stay committed and disciplined and plan things wisely. The most significant aspect in this new moon chart is that Mars in Gemini squares the sun and moon nearly exactly. With the sun and moon making this nearly exact square to Mars, there's an increased threat of war and violence, especially with Jupiter still retrograde in Aries and the energy from the Mars-Saturn square on the most recent full moon still being in play. And also we have uh, Uranus and uh, Saturn also squaring and with Uranus moving retrograde, it's also uh, coming more into play because it's moving into a closer square with Saturn over the next month especially. And I'll have more on the Uranus uh, retrograde and the square with Saturn a bit later. The Russia-Ukraine war has reached a tragic milestone, six months of fighting. With this potentially violent Mars square going on, it is certainly a powder keg situation for things to get potentially worse in Eastern Europe. It's a very sad situation for both Ukrainians and Russians and the world, and I just wish, as so many do, that this war would end and a peaceful treaty can be reached. It is also a dangerous time for violence of all kinds to take place in the streets. It's really important to steer clear of angry people around this new moon and during the next 28 days that follow. Angry people could very easily turn erratic and violent. Now is the time to retreat from confrontation and de-escalate, unless, of course, you need to defend yourself for your safety. With Mars being in Gemini, people will naturally want to get into intellectual debates. 
intellectual debates are great. I love them personally, but during this time with this astrology, it's wise to avoid them as arguments will be found way too easily. With Mercury entering its shadow phase, and more on that later, miscommunications could very easily create arguments during this time. It is best to be very clear in your communication and to be non-confrontational when possible. People tend to be more gossipy with Mars and Gemini and Mercury being in its shadow phase. It is best to avoid gossip as it generally carries a low vibrational energy and doesn't really do anyone any good. Mars does make some positive aspects in this new moon chart that are worth discussing. It forms a harmonious trine to Mercury in harmony-seeking Libra, meaning that there is a good opportunity for resolution and progress through peaceful discussion. This can apply to the world at large, and we can only hope that this would apply uh, in a real-world situation to the Russia-Ukraine conflict, but it also applies to social situations. The key to activating this aspect in social situations is to be a good listener, like Libra, who weighs the scales only after listening to both sides. The best interviewers out there, for example, are the ones that you can tell listen very well. They are present in the conversation and thus they ask compelling follow-up questions that make for a really interesting interview. A poor interviewer will usually be nervous, stuck in their head, and ask only the pre-written questions as they are not really listening to what the interviewee is saying. Being present in our interactions with others enhances our quality of life immensely. Conversations become much more enjoyable when you listen better. And by listening better to someone else's stories and experiences, it is more likely that they will reciprocate to you by listening to your own stories and experiences. Being heard opens the heart and makes us want to make space to hear someone else. Another great tactic is to take a pause before you respond to anything that anyone says. It's never wise to respond to anything someone says with anger, as anger will only make communication worse or cause further problems. Making it a habit to pause before responding gives you a buffer that ensures you won't say something you later regret. Even when you're not feeling triggered, taking a pause before responding allows you another moment to collect your thoughts and to make an even more effective statement. Those with high levels of charisma generally pause before speaking or responding. And it takes confidence to pause during conversations with others or during speeches or interviews or podcasts or whatever because you are going along with the supposition and the confidence that people will wait that extra beat to hear what you have to say. Good speakers have that confidence that people will wait that extra beat or two to hear them make a point. With Mercury trining Pluto, it is quite possible that deep, transformational, positive change can be made in healing family relationships, especially as long as people are able to stay away from the explosive Mars energy. But this could potentially apply to all relationships. And I'll have more on romantic relationships specifically towards the end of this podcast because things are not looking great necessarily for romantic relationships. Mars also sextiles Jupiter in Mars-ruled Aries. This means that there is an opportunity present for tremendous growth to occur in any projects you're undertaking when you activate the Aries aspects of life by taking the lead and being aggressive. Since Mars is in Gemini, this is especially applicable to any undertakings 
that involves speaking, writing, or organizing people. Virgo is a wonderful sign that helps us to get in touch with the logical, the practical, and the everyday things that really take up the majority of our lives on Earth. Let's be honest, the majority of our lives we spend eating, preparing food, going to the bathroom, grooming ourselves, organizing, cleaning, doing errands, buying groceries. It's all the little things, and that's all under the realm of Virgo. Let's discuss how we can best utilize the Virgo energies to improve our daily lives. Using the left brain, discipline, logic, and planning. Virgo the maiden can seem cold, but she is simply focused. She's a model of discipline, pragmatism, and logical planning. All tenets of the left, or logical brain, or which is the young energy, that's Y-A-N-G. Applying this divine masculine aspect to our lives can help us experience greater success in life. With Mars, the planet of action, in Gemini, which like Virgo is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication, this is the perfect time to reacquaint yourself with these divine masculine virtues. Two of the best traits of Virgo are being organized and detailed. Having things in order improves efficiency in all areas of life and helps you to avoid unnecessary hang-ups that are due to being disorganized. I'm a lunar Virgo and I tend to be pretty organized when it comes to keeping track of numbers and records personally. When I was a kid, I ran a backyard baseball league and obsessively kept stats and I was batting champion one year. I, I used to go to uh, all the minor league baseball games in Rochester and uh, keep score diligently. I loved statistics. I still love statistics. Um, I love things like accounting, like keeping track of, of financial things. I just love anything involved with math, which is all under the realm of Virgo. And But Virgo is not just about math and, and uh, accounting for things and statistics. It's also about organizing possessions, which isn't my strong point. But I am uh, really happy to say that I'm getting much better at it. And I continue to work on it. So I'm committing to doing some more cleaning and organizing of my physical environment during the, during the remainder of this Virgo season. What are you committing to organizing or cleaning during this Virgo season? Virgo season is the best time to... Spring cleaning is also great, airy season, but Virgo season is really a great time to do some cleanup and organizing. So comment below, please, what are you planning on cleaning up or cleaning out during Virgo season? And also as a lunar Virgo, I have a discerning, skeptical, and logical mind which is kind of an odd trait to have as a psychic and intuitive, but I find that the skepticism and discernment actually helps me to more often than not separate true intuition or psychic receivings from illusion of my mind. Logic and pragmatism are important virtues on this spiritual journey. They really are. Science says that adults make approximately 35,000 decisions every single day. Most of these decisions are relatively inc inconsequential, and most of these decisions are made with the left brain or the logical mind, like following directions to cook something, how to drive to your destination, following protocols at your work, etc. I believe that we should strive to establish a healthy balance between the left brain logical side or the young energy 
and the right brain intuitive side or the yin energy in order to be the most effective humans. Learning to plan effectively and to follow through with plans and protocols helps to water that young energy or the left side of the brain. And I, I taught a specific master empowerment course called Awakening the Divine Masculine, which is a deep dive into this topic. And I highly recommend it for Virgo season. If you're interested in that, you can go to my website. It's youareadivinehuman.org, all spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org. Go to the events course and webinars page and scroll down till you find that webinar. Here are some general tips for improving your use of discipline, logic, and pragmatism during Virgo season and beyond. Write down daily and weekly goals. Set intentions after every new moon for the 28 days that follow. Put these goals in a journal somewhere or where, somewhere where you can see them daily, like a wall in your office or on your refrigerator. I like to use a whiteboard personally. Keep a list of daily rituals on your whiteboard or on a clipboard and check off each completed ritual as you do them. And the key is to not overload yourself. I've tried to put 30 things on a list and then you only get three of them done. But if you put eight things or six things on a list, you might get five of them done. So the key is to just really pare down your list of what you'd like to get done in a day and the daily rituals you like to keep up with during a day to something that is somewhat attainable. Schedule a weekly or bi-weekly cleaning and organizing time. And this, this has been tremendously helpful to myself is literally say, okay, you know, on Mondays I'm going to clean. Schedule daily, weekly, and monthly rituals in your smartphone or Google Calendar. If you use one, make it really easy for yourself. So actually schedule things. So schedule meditation time. Schedule doing Tai Chi or yoga. Schedule backing up your files. Schedule cleaning the house. Use your phone to your advantage to schedule things. Keep a journal on your bedstand and commit to spending just five minutes or ten minutes at the most each night writing down some thoughts on your day and some thoughts and ideas and goals and plans for the days ahead. Writing anything down onto paper, journaling on anything, it's scientifically proven to help clear up, clarify, and focus your thoughts. Improving inner dialogue. As I've said, Virgo is concerned with communication as it is ruled by Mercury. Thus far, we have discussed the theme of communication with others, but what about dialogue with yourself? One of the most difficult aspects of the awakening journey is the challenge of mastering your mental body, and it really is maybe the most important thing. In order to master this lesson of the mind, it requires a great amount of discipline and practice. Someone with little control over the mind will be able to prog progress spiritually in many ways, but will simply not be as happy or content as someone who has learned to master their mind. When it comes to this topic, one of the most important things to understand is that thinking is not always the same mechanism. Sometimes you're actively thinking thoughts, for example, while you're logically trying to solve a problem, or other times, thoughts are actually thinking you. The reason for this is something called T-fields, and let's dig into this. T-fields are clouds of energy that are located within your energy field or aura and in spaces, in homes, and businesses, or, or wherever people congregate. T-fields can be passed from person to person, kind of like a virus. 
This is why if you have dinner, for example, with some pretty negative people, you're probably going to start thinking negatively yourself and feel and leave the dinner feeling kind of down. And if you have dinner with some really positive, upbeat people, your thoughts are going to become more positive. This is why your living environment really matters. If you live with negative people, you're going to be more likely to be haunted by negative thoughts because of the tea fields. If you live in a building with a lot of dark energy, you will likewise be subject to more negative thoughts if you haven't sufficiently cleansed your living space. So whether you know it or not, most of the time thoughts are actually thinking you and not the other way around. The more that you cleanse your field and your space and do your spiritual work, you're able to let go of the subconscious patterns that were unconsciously imprinted on you by your parents or caregivers when you were between the ages really of zero and seven. As you shift these subconscious patterns into more supportive patterns, naturally the resonant T fields in your aura will shift to more positive T fields. If you're then able to surround yourself with positive people more, more of the time, you'll find your thoughts permanently shifting for the better. So it's, it's a matter of, uh, of really the law of attraction. And the, the more negative your thoughts are, the more you'll attract the negative T fields that could be in spaces that you congregate in anyways. And yet if you're congregating in spaces with negative T fields, it will make you more subject to actually becoming more negative too because it's a law of attraction thing to resonate with that low frequency and vice versa if you're in a pot this is why if you go to a retreat for example and by the way if you're interested in retreats i have an awesome 2023 retreat uh on the Lionsgate next year coming up and i have a 30 percent off early bird special so go to my youtube channel type in matthew john uh to check out that and uh, type in matthew john in the youtube search bar anyways if you go to a retreat or a meditation center or a Buddhist temple or something like that, there's very positive tea fields there, very peaceful tea fields. And you're going to naturally find your thoughts becoming more positive and peaceful. As opposed if you go to, a, you know, like a bar or, a, or a, just some sort of darker place um, where there's a lot of negative energy floating around, the opposite effects going to happen. So positive place, positive thoughts, positive thoughts, positive place, and vice versa. The other thing that's really important to remember when it comes to improving your inner dialogue is the simplicity of the breath. People who breathe shallowly most of the time tend to not have the more the most supportive inner dialogues as when breathing is shallow, the nervous system is stressed. A stressed nervous system will generally produce stressed thoughts. So the more you breathe deeply, if you have a daily meditation practice, it's so, so helpful. Here's a good three-step process that I've created for getting yourself out of a spiral of negative thinking. So try to keep this in the back of your mind whenever you start spiraling in your thoughts. One, take three deep breaths into the abdomen breathing deeply into your belly extending the length of the exhale with each successive breath ask yourself the simple question step two what can i be grateful for right now in this moment 
speak anything you can be grateful for out loud. The words that you speak out loud carry much more power and weight than words in your head. And then force yourself to smile, ideally for 10 seconds or longer. Deep breath. Force yourself to find something to be grateful for, even if you're reluctant. It's like, oh, I'm so pissed off. Uh, I'm grateful for that trait. And then force yourself to smile. Oh, I'm so pissed off. Okay, I can smile. Oh, that feels good. And look, there's so many ways to get yourself out of a spiral of negative thinking. That was just one process that I downloaded a few years ago. An extremely effective way to improve your inner dialogue, especially for the long term, is to use affirmations. As our subconscious makes up 95% of our thinking, how crazy is that? The way to truly make a difference in our inner dialogue is to make a change in the subconscious mind. This can be achieved through hypnosis, subliminals, and affirmations. The subconscious mind is like a hardened rock that is difficult to change. It's stubborn. But by chipping away at the subconscious with new, higher vibrational statements repeatedly, the subconscious then begins to gradually shift. This is the idea of affirmations, what we repeatedly say eventually becomes our reality. A great exercise for this Virgo new moon is to make a list of 10 affirmations and repeat them 10 times each and do it even better once in the morning and once a night and even better do it in the mirror. So 10 affirmations in the morning, 10 affirmations before bed in the mirror and do them 10 times each. I mean, that takes a bit of time. So if you don't have time, do them three times each or five times each. But if you really want to make a change, the more you repeat them, the better. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say I am going to commit to doing affirmations in the mirror during this Virgo season, and I want you to join me. So if you're going to join me in doing affirmations in the mirror, comment below. Let the community know that you're going to be doing that. Let's motivate each other. And also, I'd like you to pause the video or pause the podcast if you're listening on Spotify or Apple and write down 10 affirmations right now that would be perfect for you to undertake during Virgo season. Daily rituals to improve physical and mental health. The pragmatism and ritualism of Virgo also assists us in improving our physical and mental health and vitality. Use the remainder of this Virgo season to implement new strategies to enhance your physical robustness and mental well-being. Start taking some new supplements or start taking ones again that maybe you've taken in the past and it worked for you. And recommit to daily meditation and exercise especially. So take a moment to write down now at least three to five new rituals. This could include a new diet and or supplement regimen on top of exercises or meditations or yoga, etc. that you'll be implementing this Virgo season. And try to limit it at five, as I said. Uh, if you write down too many, you're more apt to do none of them. And please share, if you feel comfortable, with the community in the comments below which new rituals you are going to undertake during this Virgo season. For me, for example, I used to do Tai Chi daily. I'm going to start doing Tai Chi again.
If you like assistance, by the way, in maximizing your physical health and vitality, whether you are in great health already or struggling with chronic health conditions, please consider booking a medical intuitive reading with me. I'm a very experienced and seasoned medical intuitive. I can get to the bottom of whatever issues are bothering you, chronic or acute, on a physical and metaphysical level, taking into account current life stuff, past life stuff, and also literally what's going on physically in your body. I do have the ability to see inside your body and look at your organs and look at your blood and everything that's going on. So please consider booking a medical intuitive reading. Uh, my prices will be going up starting on August 30th. So last chance to get in at the current prices. Go to my website, youareadivinehuman.org, youareadivinehuman.org, and go to the private section. Uranus retrograde and square with Saturn and also five and soon six planets retrograde. Uranus, the planet of rebellion, innovation, all things unexpected, is currently exalted as it just left its station phase and went retrograde. The retrograde uh, began actually on August 24th. During a Uranus retrograde, which as outer planets do, tends to affect the collective more than individuals, the focus moves from achieving freedom, independence, innovation in the outer world to achieving said virtues in the inner world. Over the next five months, we will be doing some deep soul searching. And when we come out on the other side of this, and Uranus goes back direct in January, we'll be ready to take great leaps forward. With Uranus going retrograde, it is tracking back towards a closer square with the retrograde Saturn in Aquarius. Right now, the orb is just over two degrees apart, but between September 23rd and October 23rd, these two outer planets will be within uh, just one degree of a square aspect with one another. Saturn and Uranus have been squaring one another, th another throughout this pandemic. Uranus is the energy of change and revolution as it rules Aquarius, while Saturn is the planet of restriction and legacy at structures as it rules Capricorn. When the two meet in a contentious square, it creates an energy in the template for social revolution and progressive ideals to face off against restrictions and structure. It will be very interesting to see what the next few months will bring with this square once again becoming more active. It's possible that with Uranus moving backward, it will reignite old flames of social revolution in certain parts of the world. Right now, all five outer planets from Jupiter onward are retrograde. It can seem like life is actually moving more slowly now. It can seem like events and sagas going on in the outside world are stuck in the mud. A sixth planet is going retrograde soon. Mercury, the ruler of Virgo, enters its pre-shadow phase around the time of this new moon. It will appear to slow down in the sky as it approaches its direct station, which occurs on September 9th, right before the upcoming full moon in Pisces. As we approach that date, Mercury's influence will grow by the day. During those days, it's best to follow the Mercury retrograde rules and be extra careful about your communication, backing up your files, and being careful about making long-term contracts or commitments, among other things. I'll have a lot on the upcoming Mercury retrograde in Libra and Virgo on the upcoming Full Moon in Pisces podcast. A Rocky Time for Romantic Relationships Speaking of Uranus, it squares Venus as does the north node, which is just two degrees away from Uranus. These squares to Venus, the planet of love and romance, in fiercely individualistic Leo, may create challenges for romantic partnerships. 
Partners may question whether they are truly on the right path with one another. Do they have shared values, goals, and aspirations? With Venus opposing the retrograde Saturn in Aquarius, partners may be questioning whether they can sustain for the long run. Relationships may be feeling unstable if a solid, sustainable, long-term structure that works for both parties hasn't been previously established and maintained. If one partner feels restricted by the other, or if both partners feel restricted by one another or their living situation, this could cause conflict and quarrels. Partners may act impulsively during this time if they're not careful. Arguments may come more easily than usual with the Mars square with the Sun and Moon. If partners are able to mature and put aside their egos, relationships will do okay. However, some relationships may fall victim to egoism during this time. Strong relationships built on strong foundations will be able to survive the astrological rockiness of the next six weeks with the Mercury retrograde on its way. Ideally, couples will learn to communicate with one another more maturely and productively during this time. But for some couples, the rocky astrology will amplify pre-existing poor communication, feelings of restriction, and lack of shared goals and values. And for some couples, this could lead to a break or even a breakup. Wishing you a happy, healthy, and productive new moon in Virgo. With love, this is Matthew John. Hey, before you go, I'm so grateful. I just want you to know how grateful I am that you listened to this podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Click the like button. Click the subscribe button to the Higher Self channel if you haven't already. Please share this on your social media. If you like my astrology updates, if you like this one in particular, and you think other people would benefit, please share this on your social media. And also, if you haven't yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, I have my own YouTube channel. Just type in the search bar on YouTube, Matthew John, and you'll see it. Please subscribe over there. I have one or two videos per month on all sorts of different topics on my own channel. And also, you can go to the pinned comment below, and you can find all my links there, including my YouTube channel. You can also there find the link to my website. It's youareadivinehuman.org, all spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org. My website is jam-packed with all sorts of stuff. There's an entire library of totally free uh, astrology articles and podcasts, totally free videos, and totally free show appearances, interviews I've done, and much more. There's also a ton of content that you can purchase for the advancement of your spiritual evolution, including a whole bunch of different courses. Also, I offer private sessions to people around the world. My prices will be going up on August 30th, so now is the time to jump in and purchase a private session or a spiritual mentoring package if you've been thinking about it. If you're not familiar with what those are, those are comprehensive healing and transformational packages where you get to work one-on-one with me as well as get some some of my courses to do on the side and let me just go over what you get in the spiritual mentoring package and perhaps i'll pique your interest there's four levels of the spiritual mentoring package a b c and d package a is called transformation and healing it includes four 90 minute plus private sessions with me in total including in the first session an extended soul plan reading where i'm going to Connect with your spirit guides and my helper guides. Take a look at your life plan, past, present, and future. I'm going to tell you what happened in past lives that's relevant for this lifetime. I'm going to tell you uh, what your soul lessons are and obstacles that you're working through in your current life. What karma did you bring into this life that's still affecting you in a significant way? And what soul contracts are very significant to your life plan in this life? We're also going to dig into your future, highest possible timeline, most likely timeline, 
can answer any questions that you might have. If you want to connect with guides or connect with uh, anyone, I can be very helpful with that. Second session, we do the angel energy healing, aura cleansing, and soul retrieval session, which also includes an inner child healing and an unhealthy attachments purging ceremony. Yes, it's a lot, and we get it all done in under two hours. And during the actual angel energy healing work on your chakras, we're working with a team of very experienced energy healer angels to remove any blockages from each of your seven main chakras, to remove negative cords with other people that are connected to those chakras and put brand new energy into those chakras to help them grow to their ideal size and their ideal level of functioning. And we're also going to clean out any negative debris, entities, parasites, implants, etc. from your auric fields. On top of that, you get a shamanic soul retrieval process and the other processes I mentioned. The third session, we do a medical intuitive reading, as I mentioned before. It, it also includes a chakra scan, and you will also be receiving via, via email an intuitive nutrition report and a chakra report. And this session, as I said, is intended for your physical health. We're going to get to the bottom of any physical health issues that you have and put together a protocol of supplements, uh, diet, maybe homeopathy, anything that might be able to help you uh, recover and live a much healthier life. In the fourth session, we do the starseed discovery session. This is one of the most fun sessions. If you're thinking you might be a starseed and you want to know where you are from, even if you know where you're from, but you would like to connect with that aspect of yourself more, in the starseed discovery session, I'm going to guide you, lead you on a journey to your home planet or place of origin, and I'm also going to channel through for you very clearly the family tree of your galactic origins, uh, meaning like your, where your soul comes from, the, what's the highest part of you and where is that. You fractalize from there to here to here to there. You, this part of you is in the future. This part of you is in the past. And it's pretty trippy, but I am going to channel that information through for you as well as leading you on a guided journey to your home planet or place of origin. You also get... Uh, Three of my courses, Putting the Past in the Past, Mastering Your Intuition, Spiritual Hygiene, Cord Cutting, Grounding 101, as well as my guided meditation to meet your spirit guides and activate psychic gifts, and Developing the Skills of Discernment and Intuition. I offer two payment options. I offer uh, a discount of 30% to uh, resident New Zealanders, 25% to resident Australians, and 20% to resident Canadians. And as I said, uh, prices are going up in uh, just a couple of days, August 30th, so if you want to get in with the spiritual mentoring package at the current prices, please go to my website, scroll your mouse over private sessions, click on the first tab, it says spiritual mentoring packages, and scroll down until you see where it says, are you ready to get started with spiritual mentoring? Fill out that little form with your name, email, and phone number, and which package you're interested in, and we will do a free 10 to 15 minute phone consultation. If you're in, uh, not in the United States or Canada, we can use Skype, WhatsApp, or even Zoom. I also offer higher tier packages. Package B includes everything in package A, plus a two-hour past life regression, regression session. Past life regressions are absolutely awesome because in a past life regression, you get to actually see yourself, experience yourself in the bodies of other people that you've been in other lifetimes. And not only that, you get to visit the space between lives. And from that space, we'll call upon guides and together we'll interpret what is the meaning of the lifetimes you just saw what karma is carried over, what soul contracts are uh, relevant from those lifetimes that are affecting you in this lifetime, what do you need to learn about that lifetime in order to, uh, to overcome your obstacles in this life and to succeed at your specific life lessons. And I definitely recommend that everyone at some point 
do a starseed session and do a past life regression because those two are just i i they're kind of like bucket list experiences i believe and package c includes all of that plus a sixth private session which is a future self progression this is an astral journey into your future on your highest possible timeline in this life and also you get 13 other bonus webinars and courses so what i want you to do is go to my website you all spelled out you also the link is in the pinned comment below scroll your mouse over private sessions click on the first tab spiritual mentoring packages if you're on mobile you can navigate uh, with your thumb over to spiritual mentoring packages and uh, read over all the courses that you get in package c there's also package d options everything has a two payment option available there's those discounts if you're in uh, canada australia or new zealand and as i said prices are going up in just a couple days so if you want to lock in the old prices make sure you contact me at the very least before august 30th okay if a, a spiritual mentoring package won't work for you for whatever reason you can also book all my private sessions all the sessions i talked about a la carte on my website you can schedule a time if you can't find a time that works for you in my schedule please email me at you human at gmail.com or if you're on my website in the bottom right corner of the screen when you're on my site you'll see my picture it says matthew john have questions ask matthew type in your question and your correct email address and i'll get back to you or you can scroll your mouse over the more button click on contact me fill out that form or if you're on mobile you can uh, just click the mail icon or you can dm me on instagram at matthew john healer that's at matthew john healer if you can't find a time that works for you please contact me i'll see if there's anything else that i can open up in my schedule for you because if you want to work with me i want to make sure that we can find a time to work with one another and as i said the prices are going up in just a couple days so if you want to lock in the current prices uh, you would need to purchase before August 30th the a la carte sessions. I also am in the process of launching a brand new group mentoring program that will begin in November. There's two levels of that program. The tier two will include three group calls a month and the VIP will include four group calls a month plus a 20-minute mini reading with me each month. Uh, the details are out on my YouTube channel and I am accepting pre-enrollment first 20 people i'm going to double your subscription for free so if you want to check out the details of that go to my youtube channel click the link to my youtube channel in the description box below or type in matthew john to uh, the search bar on youtube and uh, more details about the ascending as one will be rolling out soon the program starts in november but i am pre-enrolling people in the first 20 people that uh, that sign up i am going to double your subscription for free so i'm offering a lot and of course as i said the Lionsgate retreat for next year i'm uh, accepting uh, deposits for people that want to get the 30 percent off early bird rate any questions about all of this i know i just said a lot and i do offer a lot a lot of times people have questions and i love answering questions and also if you have questions about anything else if there's anything at all that you think i might know about uh please don't be shy email me or if you just want to say hi, don't be shy. Email me. I love hearing from people. I respond to emails. Or Instagram's great. Or if you type in your comment here on YouTube, I will be able to see it and respond to it as well. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I really look forward to talking to everyone on the upcoming Full Moon in Pisces. Until then, please remember to be kind to yourself, to be kind to others, to be kind to animals, and to be kind to the earth. 
with love, this is Matthew John.